Welcome to the Engaging Personalities Podcast. I'm Anders Belanger, founder and CEO of Engageify, where we're on a mission to rehumanize business through engagement. We believe that we can all be more successful if we can command attention and deepen connection. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on a future episode. So let's get ready to engage. Our guest today on the podcast is Logan Mallory. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Motivocity, a company that helps make people happier at work. He's held marketing leadership roles at LogMeIn, Jive Communications, and Workfront, and it's his marketing dream to have one of his campaigns include a blimp. Logan is a BYU alumni and adjunct professor at the Marriott School of Business. Please help me welcome to the podcast, Logan Mallory. Logan, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Thanks for uh, for letting me join you and your audience. You, you know what? You just from your social stuff, you you <laughs> always look thrilled. You know, like you look like you're a happy guy. Like in, for the people who can see you watching the video and everything, I don't, uh, I don't have a lot to complain smiling. about. There's there's a lot to be happy about, and uh, my my smile has gotten has opened a lot of doors. So I I keep it there. <laughs> There you go. That's I think that's like a, a takeaway right now is just maybe we should just all smile more, right? Let's see see how that gets us through life and everything. Uh, before we get into Motivosity, your company, and and some of the other things that I want to talk to you about, can you just I, I gave you that, that that brief little bio, but I don't think that sums up you know <laughs> who you are by any means. Um, can you kind of tell us how you kind of came into you know the world of marketing and how you found yourself doing what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny, my my marketing story actually starts in sales. My whole life growing up, and maybe it was that smile you mentioned, my whole life growing up, people always said, Logan, you would be so fantastic at sales. And and so I just kind of thought that would be my path. My, my dad spent time in sales, my siblings were in sales, uh, and kind of led the way before me. And I, I always just thought, you know, that's where I'm going to go, go find my place in in my career. And so I finished college and uh, jumped into a sales role and was miserable, like just miserable. Um, it turns out that when people say, hey, you're going to be good at sales, what they really mean is you're kind of nice and you can sort of talk to people, right? And those, those aren't yeah. the same thing. And so I actually spent, um, I don't know, a year or a year and a half kind of lost, like making my way in the sales world. I, I had been in this role for three years and I realized it wasn't going to work. And so I spent this next 18 months trying to say, who am I and what am I going to do? And um, one day at, at my next role, my boss said, Logan, I, I, need, I need somebody to go figure out an email service provider, right? This was in the 2000s. He's like, I need somebody to go figure out an email, uh, an email provider. And I jumped in and I realized that marketing was a place where I could still be quantitative. I could still add to the bottom line of the business, but I didn't necessarily have to be in that that direct um, that direct sales position. And frankly, that that um, discovery just changed my life. Uh, it helped me. It it helped me to know exactly where I was supposed to contribute. This was kind of earlier in the internet days when when data was becoming a newer thing, right? And so, um, it it's been such a wonderful career. Um, I think one of the things that I've I've really loved about it is I I look at I look at my career from helping the business, 
but I also think about how can people market themselves, right? And so I, I love taking that part of my work and being able to support others that are trying to figure out where they want to go, right? I, I remember how hard it was in that time where I felt lost. And so I can turn around and help others when they feel lost. Uh, I, I know how to market myself because of my work. And so I can help others that need that need help figuring out how to improve their presence and their their story and and so it's just been a really great both way for me to succeed and a way for me to help others in return as well and uh i, I think i won't change I don't, I don't think i'll go back to sales <laughs> probably a good idea it seems like it's working for you Let, let's just touch on what you just said there uh logan in in the sense that you're helping other people um, I guess you can, you, through your work in marketing, you're able to kind of see the story or see where they're at. And is that kind of, would you say you're helping them with their personal branding or helping them kind of find themselves in terms of their strengths and skills? Or can you kind of expand on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I, I, um, I hope I don't sound arrogant or anything, but I have people reach out a lot. I think it's because of my LinkedIn presence. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and people say, Hey, I think that guy could help me. And so I get a lot of, um, both like across the gamut, I get people that I know well, I get people that are acquaintances and I get people that I don't know at all that, that reach out and say, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of lost. Can you help me? And, um, I've found that there's just a few things that, that people need in order to change their mindset. So they're not so stuck. Um, you know, one example, people show up and they're like, you know, I, I need a new job. I, I need to change things. I don't know if I want to do CS or marketing or, you know, uh, sales. I, I don't know, but could you help me find a job? And I, I kind of push them right there because I can't help them look for a job in three different roles, right? I can't help them if they don't know who they are and what they want to be. And so I have a couple prompts and just, just ways that I, I push them and say, you need to go sit down and figure this out and decide. And once you've got a clearer path, then then we can get more specific. And, and that's what people need. They need to be specific and intentional because when they're not intentional and they're just kind of throwing things out, it's really hard to, to move forward. Yeah, it's not, it, it reminds me kind of a jack of all trades, right? If you're just trying to be everything in, in that space, but when you get really congruent about something, you know, just, just like brands, just like, you know, yep. companies that, you know, you can just describe it in a, a few words, then people get you. Right. And I think, exactly. uh, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a theory <laughs> and it comes from my, my mentor. I wear a lot of solid colored ties when I'm working at, at trade shows and it's always uh, branded with the, the company's color, but there's something about like a pattern tie is kind of, what is it saying? You know, like, even uh, if it's yeah, stripes, but if you have one color, and I believe that people have different maybe meanings they attribute to different colors, right? Sure. Like when interpretation or powerful or, you know, different things like that. And it's like, at least I'm just saying one thing. Like, I kind of like the idea that I'm trying to be congruent with, you know, what I'm even wearing in, in, in that sense. So yeah, I dig uh, that. I mean, anyway, I that's going a little off track, but. I don't wear ties at trade shows. In fact, at Motivocity, we wear Yeti slippers at trade shows. So I don't <laughs> I know gonna... how the ties would go, but I, that's right. a good idea. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that because I was actually uh, looking at your LinkedIn, and and I guess Motivosity—that is the Yeti—is your is your mascot? Is that right? Yeah, Motivosity is a really interesting brand, and and when I joined the company about three years ago, we we went through a rebrand and and refreshed that, and um and we just decided that we were this playful, fun. Mm -hmm 
brand that wasn't going to take ourselves too seriously. And, and um, we wanted, we wanted a, a, someone to guide us on that journey. And so we have a, we have a Yeti and he shows up in a lot of our efforts. Yeah. Cause that, the, the picture of, of you with the, these big Yeti slippers is quite uh -huh. common. And, and yeah. it's just kind of like, I can just imagine, because I've seen that over the years working trade shows, people wearing different uniforms to kind of, you know, really link yeah. them up. But I've never seen the slippers thing. Like I've seen a lot of people are doing the sneakers thing, the colored, you know, different like Chuckies and stuff. But those look comfortable, which is important at a trade show. So it's uh, kind of a I'll, functional role there too. I'll tell you, the first time we thought about wearing those, I was really nervous, but we put them on and and it's an insane game changer. Like yeah. we, we have yeah. people that remember us from years ago because of them. So um, I guess, again, it's, it's no, it's no solid tie, but uh, it's, it's something. Yeah. It, it's well, it says you're playful. I mean, right there, like that's, uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, okay. Very cool. So now, so now we're rolling into mode of Aussie a bit here. Um, so tell us, about the company and what it does because i mean it's a it's a cool name i've kind of looked at it and and um in terms of just on the website and that's one of those things that you know i think it sounds so unique that i want other people to understand it too because of course my podcast engaging personalities we're looking at people who are engaging we're looking at technologies that are engaging and this is from my understanding creating engagement employee engagement and culture is that right yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe if you're okay, I'll share a little bit of our backstory. <clears throat> our, uh, our founder's name is Scott Johnson. And Scott started a company called Workfront uh, quite a while ago, but eventually Workfront was bought by Adobe. And so um, Scott moved from being the CEO at one point to, to being on the board of directors. And while he was on the board of directors, people became a little bit more comfortable with him over time. And they ended up saying things like, Scott, you know, this place isn't what it used to be. Uh, I don't I don't feel like I'm seen anymore. I kind of feel like a cog in a wheel. And I, I think Scott was really disappointed because they had done all the things that they were supposed to do, right? They had checked all the boxes, the good health insurance, the parties, the snack room, the like all the things you're supposed to do to engage your, your team members. And so Scott said, you know what, I'm going to go fix this with technology. And that's how Motivosity was born. And Motivosity absolutely is, a, is an employee uh, engagement uh, platform. We fall into the employee experience category as well. And we help companies create winning cultures. Um, the problem is, is that employee experience and engagement and winning cultures means different things to different people. And so we really focus on the moments where your team members say, I'm going to keep working here or I'm going to quit, right? Like, do they feel... Wow. Do they feel connected? Do they feel like they're being recognized? Does their manager do a good job for them? Uh, and, and we, Motivosity is a platform that, that helps organizations uh, uh, improve and perfect those moments. So it, it sounds, it's funny because it's, you know, the culture and then a platform, right? Like it's, it's, it's almost like you're, you know, and people, like you said, you doing, trying to do the right things. And yet does this kind of, systemize um you know whether it is is uh, the the pat on the back does it uh -huh. systemize you know just bringing people together and, and and knowing people at work like is that kind of is that how that platform works am i in the right um, area or no you're you're totally in the right area so let me okay. give you let me give you one example of the sure. things that we do to help people feel engaged um and i'm gonna i'll give i'll give a little um 
MBA 101 uh, lesson two, there's this theory called the iceberg of ignorance, right? And in that theory, the idea is that um, the higher you are within management in an organization, if you're an executive, if you're the CEO, the higher you are, the less you know what's going on in the rest of the company right? The less you know about the problems, the less you know about the frustrations or the systems that aren't working. And that same thing goes for the positive things. The higher you are in the organization, the less you can know about the good things happening around the office. And so at Motivosity in our platform, we actually give every team member a couple bucks a month and they can only use those dollars to say thank you to someone else right? And so they use that dollar. They can say, thank you $1 at a time. And it's not about the dollar. A buck doesn't change anybody's life, but the dollar is the nudge for all of your team members to look around the office and say, thank you, or great job, or to engage with their peers, right? And so um, what we've done is in, instead of having everything be top down and a, an MVP award where one person went, listen, I'm, I'm a pretty good employee, I've been an MVP, I've won an MVP award once in my career, which leaves 14 years and three and three quarters where I haven't won, right? And so what we've done is we've recruited everyone to look for the good. And typically Motivosity users are recognized about 4.7 times a month by their peers and by their manager and by their leaders. So it's pretty, it, it is systematized, but what it is, is it's systematized for the user. Instead of yeah. a platform that's meant for the corp for corporate or the executives, this is meant for everyday employee and everyday manager. Yeah, I can I can see how positive that must be and how good that must feel for employees to kind of get that little at a boy at a girl kind of thing happening, um, like with the little dollar and it, and it just forcing everyone to kind of go, who do you appreciate lately? Right, just being thankful. That kind of it's like an attitude of gratitude kind of piece. Yep but that constant reminder. And so, yeah. It, it really changes cultures. And what's really cool is when executives start to get it because the, again, the executives can't see everything. They can't know everything, but if they see the wins happening and they go congratulate people or they read it and then tell that person, I read your appreciation when they're in the hallway or when they're on the next meeting, like, that stops someone from quitting their job because the, yeah. they feel seen, right? And they feel heard and the executives know them. And, and so, um, again, those, those moments where people decide, am I going to stay here or am I going to go somewhere else? We're, we're really good at solving those. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like, you know, the feedback. And, and when I talk engagement, I'm often talking about having people be engaging in terms of, you know, presentations and different things. So we, we kind of right. got two engagements, but there's so many similarities here. Um, and, and the one thing that, you know, when you have, uh, let's say a comedian, people laugh, that's giving them feedback in the moment that they're doing their job. Yeah. The yep. problem is in, in most employees or most jobs, you don't get that immediate feedback and then you don't have that kind of um, encouragement, uh, you know, and, and it sounds like, you know, your platform does that. Uh, there was, a, there was a, I think it was in something, Motivosity, I think they did like a, a survey, a poll. Was there something about, people would rather get more feedback than more money at their jobs. Does that ring a bell? We, we see that a lot. And I'm sure we've yeah. referenced that. I'm sure we've referenced that somewhere. Um, they like that, that data shows up often and, and typically your first and second, like the, the surveys and the reports will, will shift. And sometimes it's money and sometimes it's feedback and appreciation, 
but it's always in the top one or two or three. Um, we did we did a survey of 2000 people not so long ago, and the survey said 75% of people felt their mental health would improve if they were recognized more often. And so um, you think about what companies are trying to do. They're trying to do down days and mental health days and, and trying to solve this mental health issue. And mm-hmm. um, appreciation is, is a definitely an, an arrow to help solve that problem. Yeah. Now, another similarity that, you know, drew me to uh, you and your company um, is that, you know, at Engageify, our purpose is to rehumanize business through engagement. You know, yeah. because we're, we're, we work a lot with technology companies. And, and so it's just like, sometimes we're so about the tech, we kind of lose the, the benefits and the tangible, you know, uh, results that, that are created and, and just making, having a, a human experience. So I noticed, you know, on, on the Motivosity site, talking about bringing the human experience back to work. Do yeah. you want to speak to that a little bit? For, for sure. Again, I, I think that um, you, you have, the, the pendulum seems to keep swinging and it, I think it's swinging faster now than it was. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in the past, it was very much just, you're lucky to have a job and you better show up and, and be on time and do what you're supposed to. I even felt that early in my career and I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm just about 40 and, um, and in my first role, I was terrified twice a year to ask to go to the dentist, right? Like to ask, to ask for an hour and a half off scared me. Um, that's not human. I shouldn't, I shouldn't no. have to, I shouldn't have to feel that way. And, um, you know, like I, I learned some things in that first role and I would never work for an organization like that. I wouldn't even make it through lunch at an organization like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that pendulum seems to be swinging in a positive way, um, where, where we just need to realize that people have lives outside of work. Right. And they, they have families and they have mental health issues. And it, candidly, you know, I could argue that that pendulum swung too far for a few minutes and it's kind of, um, it's kind of recovering. Uh, Uh Here's, here's my theory. Um, Businesses aren't responsible for solving every human problem. They can't, they can't solve everything, but they do need to be responsible to give their employees the space and the ability to solve it themselves. And if we're afraid, if we don't feel supported, if we feel like we can't be open, then we can't go solve that on our own in our in our after works at work hours. And and so that that's not necessarily Motivosity's perspective. That's more mine. But Motivosity takes that a step. We we move in that direction by helping connect people. And when you're connected with your team members, when you're it's not all about work, uh, then then you you bring that human element in. And and our platform certainly does that. Very cool. Uh- Okay, let's let's talk marketing a little bit here. Uh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. What what is your kind of you know we see the lead gen is kind of the old school kind of thing, and now demand gen is kind of taken over in terms of just put it all out there, content driven. You know, not not as much this kind of like yeah, lead attribution is a little foggier. All this kind of stuff's happening. You know, what what is your philosophy there, and what you know, how are you approaching that this this kind of shift in marketing? Yeah, marketing has become more exhausting exhausting in the 2020s. Like it never stops. You 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 show up on social media and there's all these um headstones that say RIP outbound or RIP demand yeah. gen. And and um I think it's kind of silly. Like and and the reason I think it's silly is because um there's there's times and places that things work. If it's your only strategy, then you're in trouble, 
right? And so, um, like, what I would say about marketing right now is you have a lot of arrows in your quiver. And those arrows do do different things, right? They're different types of arrows. And so a good marketer knows all the arrows and knows the right time to use them. Um, like you, you, there is a time for, for uh, events and there is a time for um, content and there's a time for uh, round tables, right? And, and so a good marketer will look around the room and say, here's the puzzle pieces I have which part of the puzzle am I focused on? And, and they'll be able to, um, to execute based on, on what they're trying to accomplish. So it's, it's a, it's a really messy world. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely thankful to, to have exposure in a lot of those areas so that I know what puzzle pieces are on the table. So something came to mind while you were, you were talking there and I, I'm thinking about, you know, how you market, how you interact with potential customers in terms of, um, you know, your, your company. And then it made me think like, I don't know if everyone's as positive as you at your, at your company, um, <laughs> but, but do you use Motivosity in Motivosity? I, I, oh. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, every single day, every okay. single day. Yesterday, I got back from our biggest show of the year, um, which was uh, it's the Society for Human Resource Management. It was in Vegas sure. this week. Yeah. Sure, you got it. Sure. Yeah. And um, uh, like, I just got this appreciation from one of our sales reps yesterday, and and he said, uh, I've got it right here. In fact, and Taylor said, "You really know how to make people feel included and a part of the group." Our, uh, and then he he referenced an inside joke, and he said, "Not only was Sherm an absolute blast, I haven't laughed as much or as hard for a long time. Thanks for making that trip awesome." So that was my most recent appreciation from one of our sales reps that that I went to this event with, and we use it every single day. Um, I actually was a customer before uh, before I worked there, and I used it there consistently too. So, it it what Motivosity does. If I if you want me to bring this back to marketing, it's a really great internal marketing and communication mm. sentiment, right? It helps you helps you see where you're winning and what's going on and who who needs some extra support. You know, from that comment you just read, um, it makes me feel like I bet you the energy that your booth had um, was very attractive. And this is just in my experience working with lots of companies over the years in trade show booths is that when people are having fun and when they are laughing and they're enjoying themselves, it's just people want to be a part of that energy. And I, I bet you, you attracted people to the booth just by the vibe that you were putting out. We, it's, it's, our booth is clean. Uh, one thing that we do is we get rid of all tables and chairs. So a lot of vendors, you'll see them sitting at the table working yeah. on their computer until somebody comes up. We we stand all day long and um, we we're very playful and and that is a part of the Motivosity brand and and it's also part of who we hire. Um, mm -hmm. We call ourselves we call ourselves movers and um, and not everyone has that energy and and that's okay. Like that's that's okay, but we're 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 a pretty energetic bunch. Yeah. I mean, bringing the right people and it sounds like you just hire the right people in the first place, but that is one of the things that we talk about when we train companies for trade shows too, is just, you know, it takes a great deal of energy to just be there and uh -huh. uh, not everyone's used to standing all day. You kind of got to get your trade <laughs> show legs and, and everything. Um, be, before we leave, uh, I, I do want to ask you too, a little bit about your, your, um, your personal philosophy, because you do, you are a very positive guy. Um, there's a, there's kind of a, um, definitely you have a unique perspective on life. Is, is there something that you could share with us that, you know, you kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to make it too big of a question. I don't want to say, you know, things that you live by or anything, but just 
you know, is there something that you yeah. have that you, you think um, is, helps? I, I appreciate those kind words and uh, they felt kind. I appreciate those. Um, there's two books that I, that I kind of have based a lot of things off of. The first one's Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. It's essentially the modern version of how to win friends and influence people, right? It, it, Dale Carnegie didn't have the internet and Keith did. And so it, it's a little more modern. And the other one is um, <clears throat> How Will You Measure Your Life by Clayton Christensen. Uh-huh. And um, they're, they're fantastic books. Uh, I, I give away copies of How Will You Measure Your Life? And, and those two authors talk about two similar concepts in different ways. They talk about the idea of um, successful people don't see the pie as finite, right? Successful people know that when you connect, when you collaborate, when you give, when you're generous, the pie gets bigger. And so um, I, I think that that's something that I, I don't always perfect, but that I, I hope to implement in my life, that when I'm, when I'm energetic and connecting and, and serving people, that the pie is bigger and there's more than enough. So, so the essence is an abundance mentality. The other thing um, that, I, that I take away from those books, and, and they actually talk about this in the, in the form of relationships and networking, uh, they talk about it with, you know, when you're out of a job or when you want to have a good relationship with your kids or your wife. And those two authors basically say, um, if you, if you turn to the relationship when you need it, then it's like trying to plant saplings when you need shade. Uh, Right. And so, um, I, I, I'm, there's a lot of ways that I could do better at those two concepts, but I try to think about things in advance and, and, serve and build now so that the trees are there when I need shade. And I, I try to come from an abundance menta- mentality. I don't always get it right. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of other, other things that I I'm sure would be helpful, but I think those are two core principles that I, I try to try to aim from. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I, as you were saying the, the Keith Ferrazzi book, I was going, that was going to be my guess as you were saying uh-huh. it so in my mind, I was kind of like, yes, I was, I nailed that one. Nice. But, Unpredictable. <laughs> but the, how do you, how you measure your life? Is that what it was called? How you measure how, your life? How will you measure your life? Yeah. How will you measure your life? I have not read that one. So I'm going to definitely check that out. That's it's, uh, it's a, I, I read, I teach a class, we read it. I give it away when people are looking for career advice. I pick it up about every two years. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, thanks so much for, for being on the show. I, I, you know, I, I knew we hit it off and I'd be just yeah. enjoying myself here. Um, how can people, people reach out to you? Where can they find you? Well, let me, let me bring that abundance mentality right back in. It's a, it's a small world and we need all the friends we can get. So I, I hope if there's someone that I can introduce your audience to, if there's somebody that's feeling stuck, if there's a, a post or a job I can go help them make some noise about, the best way to find me is on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty hard to miss there. Uh, so if you just search for Logan Mallory and my, I think my tagline is a force for good. I'm probably wearing a motivosity hat and uh, and a smile, so I'm I'm not too hard to find. And I noticed also on LinkedIn, instead of hiring or you know what's the other one, looking for work, open you open to like, work. Yeah, open to work. What does yours say? Yours mine says, says mine says happy at work. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> it's pretty cool. All right. That uh, that's a great way to end it. Hey, thank you so much, Logan, for for coming on the show, and uh, I appreciate your time. I'm grateful to be here and grateful to be with your audience. Thank you so much.
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, stay engaged. Thank you so much for listening to Engaging Personalities. If you believe this world needs more engagement and you're an industry leader or you have an interesting take on rehumanizing business, go to go.engageify.ai slash podcast hyphen guest to apply and come on the show. If you got something out of this interview, do you mind sharing it on your social media? Just grab a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag engaging personalities. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episode. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, engageify.ai or follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening and stay engaged. Thank you.